Um, today on the Cricket Podcast, it's T20 Madness. Um, Pakistan finally won a game in England. Uh, they managed to tie the T20 series last night despite Moen Ali's heroics. Uh, after we've discussed that, we'll then take a look forward to England v Australia uh, again. Um, will, will England maintain their white ball dominance or will the thunder from down under ruin their week? Um <laughs> Uh, then after that, we've got PSL, IPL, CPL, and T20 Blast chat. Um, so it's if you like the, sh- the short stuff, it's, um, it's, it's one for you, isn't it? <laughs> um, before we get into that, though, uh, this week um, we received a tweet from a Sussex-friendly cricket podcast um, who highlighted a, a story that they'd heard. Uh, so in a game between Furl Cricket Club and Zambukan Tigers, uh, played last week in the evening, a T20 in the evening, um, Ronnie the Roller, which was <laughs> Furl's roller, broke down at um, square leg. <laughs> they proceeded to play the whole T20 with the roller stationary at square leg. Um, what, boys, what's the weirdest on-pitch obstacle that you've had to contend with? Uh, Ross, you want to start? So I've actually had that happen to me. So at um, Three Bridges, we were supposed to play a league game and the uh, the roller broke just off the square. So in the bowler's run up. So there was no way you could just play the game. So it's abandoned the game. Uh, the worst couldn't, thing is... Uh, sorry, just to interject, couldn't you have just played the game but bowling from one end? Uh, well, still going to... Whether the wicketkeeper... The wicketkeeper would <laughs> oh, sit yeah. on the roller? <laughs> or or is it going to be like um, like backyard cricket where, where if it hits the roller after edging it, automatically out? Yeah, nobody really wants to wicket keep. It could work. Um, I think the weirdest thing I've got is uh, there, there's a, like a tombstone in the middle of Ifield down in Sussex that just is is about just below the knee height, or for Max, just below the hip. Um, and it's one of those things where if you 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 don't see it until like the last minute, and then it pr- properly canes you. So it's like a concrete tombstone. Well, the advantage Max... of being short there is that if it's uh, close to my head height, I might actually have time to get out of the way. <laughs> um. Max, what's the weirdest thing you've ever played with on a cricket field? Uh, I don't, I don't think I've ever had uh, had an obstacle um, quite like that to contend with. But it does remind me of a of a um, uh, an incident where I I brought along a, a friend of mine who hadn't played cricket in uh, quite a few years to fill in for my uh, my Saturday team, and. Um, it wasn't so much an obstacle on the pitch, but it was one of those cases where it's a football pitch as well, and you've got those covers for the uh, for the holes where the goalposts go. And I think one of the first things he did in the entire game, this is bearing in mind in the morning he'd been to Sports Direct to buy a new pair of spikes, was chase one down to fine leg, uh, slip on said uh, covering of goalpost, um, uh, clip his own heel and fall over head first and put a hole in his new spikes. A hole in his spikes? Yeah. He spiked his own foot oh. with his spikes. Well, that's um... did a little somersault. It was, uh, yeah, it was um, quite impressive. Yeah, it sounds it. I mean, I don't know if I'd have used the word impressive, but uh... <laughs> calamitous, maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Harrowing. <laughs> um, I personally, I to be honest, I, apart from like the odd tree or bench or so on, um, I I can't recall anything as interesting or, or, or particularly interesting. Uh, certainly a roller. Uh, was was it was um, was a new one as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it did remind me uh, in terms of sort of uh, uh, late adjustments to your field or late adjustments to the playing surface. Um, it did remind me of an occasion during a Colts game when uh, the coach of the other team had to mow the wicket for us because our own groundsman had done such a bad job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I thought you were about to say the time uh, one of the guy, one of the groundsmen rolled. So we were practicing, and the ball 
went onto a length and he was rolling the pitch ahead of it and literally just on a length in front of middle stump he rolled the ball into the into the pitch uh yeah i mean what hijinks you can have with us with um with uh <laughs> groundsman's equipment um <laughs> in a second we'll take a quick break before we begin the show in earnest um ross do we need to say anything to the listeners before we do that Yes, we do indeed. Uh, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Stitcher, Acast, Spotify, whichever platform you're using, um, and follow us at the Cricket Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, that would be marvellous. Excellent, Max. Do you have anything you'd like to say to the listeners? Hello. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be back after this jingle. It was 335 to win for India, and then came the near unbelievable part. Sunil Gavaskar batted through 60 overs and made 36 not out. I've never seen anything quite like it in a limited overs game before or since that day. It was almost as though they were having batting practice, either that or playing for a draw. England won the match by 202 runs. Hello, listeners. Thanks very much for uh, coming back to the show. Max, peak you that. I absolutely love it. Um, England versus Pakistan last night um, was a bit of a doozy, actually. Went down to the final ball and Tom Curran failed, unsurprisingly, to hit it for six. Um, I just kind of wanted to talk through some of the Unsurprisingly, because it was a really good wide Yorker. Yeah, and because Tom Curran's also not good enough to play for England, but yeah, whatever. Um, Sorry, he didn't hit the previous ball for six. Every dog has its day, mate, doesn't he? Every dog has its day. Um, England, from a highlights point of view, Jack, you've already talked about kind of Moe and Ali's heroics. Um, he hit 61 off 33 balls, including some preposterous hitting. Hit three sixes in uh, four balls. Um, it was only his second 50 in 34 games. And he's had a bit of a torrid time across, what, social media and just the normal media about his form. Um it was great to see him back. Uh, are you a fan of Moe and Ali, Jack? Or do you think we could do better without him? Uh, I, I would say, overall, I'm a fan of Moe and Ali. I think he offers enough upside that you should keep him around. Mm-hmm. I don't think, having said that, that he's some kind of world-class uh, spinning all-rounder. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, I do think in, in the right matchups, bowling to, say, left-handers, you can get a couple of good overs out of him. And uh, as we saw yesterday, he can bat. Um, I, I don't. I think ideas of form in particularly in T Twenty cricket um, don't necessarily make sense. I don't know if there's even really a statistical basis to 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 back up the idea of form, um, particularly around around Twenty Twenty cricket. So, you what you have to accept though, I think the point I'm trying to get to is what you have to accept is that Mo and Ali's role is to try and blast from ball one. Mainly, if you try and do that, you're not going to be able to do it. Probably three out of four times, it's not going to come off. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it is, like yesterday, and, and when he when it, it does come off, he, he's very good at it, uh, and he probably has a higher chance of pulling it off than uh, England's next best option. So, um, to answer your original <laughs> question, <laughs> I am a seven out of ten fan of Mo and Ali. Love it. I love it. Max, I'm not going to ask you because Jack's used up all the time. Um, when it comes to, um, <laughs> uh, next point from England. Tom Banton running out Captain Morgan was bloody hilarious. It was clearly a single and uh, he completely left him hanging and then got out LBW a couple of balls later. Um, I think if that was kind of James Vince or David Milan doing that, could have been some serious words after the game. Yes. Uh, I don't know about James Vince. They all like James Vince, but I think that Milan's certainly um, wound up Morgan before, hasn't he? Yeah, he's in the fire sometimes. Um, Johnny Bairstow did one of the worst reviews of all time, which doesn't surprise anyone, I don't think. He is, he is the batsman Stuart Broad, isn't he? He is indeed. Uh, on the, on this, but on this occasion, he was wicket-keeping, Max, and uh, he <laughs> billed for an LBW, and the guy hit it out of the middle of his bat. <laughs> Look, full face, <laughs> of the bat. Out the middle. <laughs> um, and then Lewis Gregory. So Lewis Gregory hasn't really shone an England shirt. Yeah, I mean, you're um, having a go at Tom Curran for not being good enough to play I'm, for England. Well, I'm about to say, the only good thing about Lewis Gregory in the England team was the sound of his cricket bat when he hit a four yesterday. It was the best sound I've heard all summer. I'm going to see if I can find it later and see if we put it in the show, but it's absolutely brilliant. Um, 
from a Pakistan point of view, they had a 19-year-old who came out and just slogged from the first ball. So Not higher... bad uh, introduction. Was it his second ball of 2020 cricket that he just deposited for six over yeah. uh, over yeah. Lamont? That was quite impressive. Yeah, Moeen Ali straight into the stands. Um, and he made a 33-ball uh, 54 on uh, his debut. Um, the evergreen Hafiz, who, uh, is, is he called the prof? Is what they call him? Um Another another fifty or eighty six off of fifty two balls. Yeah, how many in a row is that now in T Twenty internationals? Is it four? Yeah, I think so. And he's uh, in his last eleven games, he's hit four hundred eighty two runs at an average of ninety six point two in twenty twenties, um, and that's at a strike rate of one hundred forty seven. <laughs> yeah, that'll bad. do. Yeah, <laughs> coming into some coming into some really good form just in time for the T Twenty Cricket World Cup. Uh, oh no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> but what what I did like is that he's uh, twenty years older than Hyder Ali. I quite yeah. like I quite like that juxta, uh, juxtaposition in the Pakistan team. Um, Shaheen bowled what is one of the best Yorkers I've seen in a long time. It was kind of Mitchell Stark esque to d- dismiss Johnny Bairstow, who fared to say had a poor game. Um, and then Wahab Riaz, the other side of the spectrum in terms of being an old bowler, um, ran out Chris Jordan, which I didn't think was possible. <laughs> It was a great bit of fielding, wasn't it? Yeah, he sort was a like full-length the, dive and then a turn and throw. On his knees, with power. Yeah, it was it was a cracking effort. And, uh, and this Jordan is thing, could have unfurled the dive, couldn't he? Couldn't he? He wasn't far short. I, I, if I'm there. perfectly honest, I reckon if... I, I think anyone who's looking at Wahab Riaz, you're not expecting him to pull that out of the bag? No. You, you'll just be like, you know what, I'm probably safe. <laughs> Chris Jordan's just like, I'm absolutely rapid, I'm going to be fine. Um, so I don't think he'll be arrested, worrying about it too much. Um, what has really I kind of learnt from that whole thing though was for Pakistan having all those old players. I reckon I can play till I'm about seventy. Like the level we're playing at, this will be fine. I've got no qualms. Well, well a lot of people actually do do that, don't they? Well, Gareth yeah, Batty's but... still going. <laughs> Darren Stevens will be probably about sixty by the time he retires. Darren he Stevens signed, renewed he signed his another, contract last week. Yeah, he signed another year contract for Kent. He's still going. <laughs> Ricky Clark is in the form of his life over the last three years for Surrey. The, f- the form of his life over three years. Over the last three years, he's been uh, been a, a real key player in the uh, in the Red Bull game. Anyway. So what does that say about cricket? Just that you can. You, it's just any uh, sport you can, you can do just play it forever. forever. <laughs> All those girlfriends out there be like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but ultimately, Pakistan won. They levelled the series, as Jack said earlier. Um, and I think it was actually quite good to um, for them to actually finish it off with a win. Um, and on the stroke of them winning it, the bowler, Ralph, instantly turned around to Babar Azam and they had an argument on the pitch, which I thought was peak Pakistan. <laughs> yeah. And, um, what did you learn from the cricket, Ross? What did you? What's your what's your takeaway points? Uh, I think if you come a little bit closer to the mic, Jack, we'll be able to hear you. Um, but when it comes to the, the series lessons, Tom Banton can bat. We hit nearly 150 runs over uh, the three games. Um, we're going for a bit of a power approach. So Morgan in his six machine is uh, kind of moving forward just to power only. Um, England's bowling is a little bit meh, isn't it? Needs needs some work, doesn't it? I mean, it was missing Joffre Archer. Um, yeah, Mark Wood and Stokes. There's there's people who are missing in it. Yeah. But ultimately, it's, uh, it's we still concede so many runs. We do we do it in the ODIs, but obviously have a way yeah. to score seven hundred runs in about ten balls. Do you think? Do you think they mind that much? I get the impression, and uh, it's something that's been said about the uh, fifty over side as well that they just think they can chase whatever. Anyway, it doesn't matter what yeah, the other but, team get; they'll get more. Yeah, and I love that mentality, but it is that bit. Where it does start posing the question: Are we just letting them have runs? Is what I was wondering about. Are we deliberately bowling relatively shit? So. We give our batsmen the opportunity to prove themselves and give them a chance. I can't. I can't imagine someone goes into international so. sport yeah, I playing think that's like that. Unlikely. I, I just don't think we're that good at bowling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the bowling attack, Gregory, Jordan, Curran, Rashid, Mahmood. Only Rashid gets into to to a good T Twenty team. If maybe they were, if they were maybe IPL, Chris Jordan when he's bowling well because his death his death death bowling and death Yorkers are uh, quite impressive. Maybe, but if if they were if they were up for the IPL auction, I mean, I think I think current sold as well, but I can't see him playing that much in the IPL. Um, I think only only really Rashid would people pay serious money for in a in, in a in a in a top level franchise um, mm. league. 
No. Yeah, I, well, to this day, I still can't believe Curran. Well, they bought the wrong Curran first, first of all, at that auction. They went for like over a million pounds, didn't they? But um, it's quite interesting. Um, Ed Smith doesn't like Willie, is what I've got written down here. Yeah. So David, David Willie got man of the series against Ireland and then uh, was subsequently dropped and then is now omitted from the England versus Australia sides as well. Yeah, I'm not. A bit odd that. I said Smith, isn't it? You're just going to do those sorts of things. I mean, left arm bowler. He's a better left arm short form bowler than Sam Curran, and he's a better batsman. And yeah. adds to adds to the tale. And he's a seriously good T20 bat, uh, batsman as well. Yep, but he's not playing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I like Davin Milan. Is what I've decided. Okay. So, which is good. Uh, and then uh, I've kind of covered Tom. Is Tom Curran actually any good? I'm not convinced. Right. He's got he's got excellent variations when it um you know he's very skillful in uh, how he bowls uh, sort of towards the death. Is he but, um, Max the new Jade Dernbach? Uh he's better than Jade Dernbach. <laughs> is, he, is he the new Liam Plunkett? Could be, could be the new Liam Plunkett. Yeah, lots of mm. similarities. Yeah, I mean, I, I I think England. I mean, if we're going to talk about England's bowling attack a little bit more. Um, so I know earlier on I said Moen Ali was was good, but if Moen Ali is the second spin option, I think England will struggle in the next two twenty well two T twenty World Cups. So next year is in India. Um, look, Rashid's good. You get four good overs out of him. But if you look uh, globally, um, so we had what Dan Weston on two weeks ago um, to talk about uh, analytics and cricket. One of the things that a lot of successful franchise teams are doing are recruiting elite level spinners because they tend to take more wickets and they tend to go for fewer runs. Um, I, I think the gap was uh, was over a runs difference per over in the CPL last year, so it, it can be really significant. Um, I so don't. ECB needs to get the checkbook out then. <laughs> it's not just in it's just not it's not just in the CPL either. It's across every single T twenty in with Moore's book. Um, so like, look, Rashid, great, great, great um, leg spinner. He's one of the best bowlers in in wide ball cricket in the world, from my, from my in my opinion. Um, Mo and Ali can be useful in, in the right matchup, but I don't think you can get four overs out of him consistently because I, I think there are occasions when him bowling is is a is bad. <laughs> Uh, and then we don't have who's the third spinner. There is no third spinner. That means that you end up having to pick a bunch of these sort of. They get called. I mean, so I think this is maybe one of the the issues with with the size of the blast. So we're going to take a bit of a tangent here. One of the issues maybe with the with having eighteen or nineteen counties, or however many it is, um, playing uh, in the T Twenty blast is that. You end up, you don't get really a concentration of of talent, which to some extent means that you don't really know the difference between a lot of your bowlers because they're all bowling to quite bad batsmen. Um, does that make sense? So that's why I, I I think it seems to be a peculiarly English thing that we'll select um, and we'll select in quotes here death bowlers so I'm thinking Gregory um, Jordan to maybe a lesser extent Jane Dernbach back in the day and they'll have like a specialist role to bowl like mystery deliveries or something they're not very good at it at international level and they tend to get whacked Um, I think where I'm going with that is yeah the hundred we need it No, we need we need spinners. We need to we need to pick some good spinners. I don't really see the point in testing out another uh, in quotes death bowler when we don't really know who our third best spinner is, and, and we're probably going to want two spinners in the team if we're well, realistically think... going to try and win in India. You want to bowl ten overs a spin in a in, in a T Twenty World Cup in India, in my for my in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, what's probably worth thinking about is England's lineup yesterday against Pakistan. I mean, Rashid, Rashid who can bat, was coming in at ten, and to be honest, when you want, if you want to win a game of T20 cricket, you probably don't need to bat down to 10. You've only got 20 overs. You can afford to have a bit of a longer tail. That's a great point, Max. I, I, I read the other day, I think a number eight in T20 cricket averages or faces on average four balls or something like that. It's, it's, it's yeah. like such a negligible amount. So, um, even yeah, if they stick hit them all in, six. <laughs> stick in a specialist spinner at 11 who can't bat at all. Like, are, you saying, are you saying bring Monty Panasar out of the Max? <laughs> this was the other thing that Dan Weston said was was when you're picking a T20 team 
Um, The bowling side of it is very much a weak link sport. So your bowling outfit will basically, you can kind of measure it based on how good your fifth bowler is. Because they still got to bowl the same number of overs as the best bowler on the team. Um, England's fifth bowler is a batsman or like half a batsman. It's, It's not clear headed selection, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and you see, like, the teams that win, so the IPL, have strong bowling units and they have strong spinners. So yep. Sunil Narine is one of the best players in the world and has won plenty of competitions, and it, they base their team around players like that. Um, I think there is a couple of injuries that England do consider. I mean, Matt Parkinson is supposedly a very good T20 and short format leg spinner. I've never seen um, him play. Still haven't seen <laughs> we, him play. We, we don't, I still don't know what he looks like, but <laughs> it's still one of those things. Uh, Liam Dawson is always in and around the squads. Um, but it would be interesting to see, and I really like your point around the 100. So if the 100 does come in and you do start seeing more and more domestic spinners in there, then actually it could be really useful for England, especially with the World Cup now postponed. Um, when it comes to Pakistan, uh, in terms of what we've learned, I think the youth-old combo, really interesting. Really like Pakistan's approach to uh, things like that. They've got a really Sorry, good mixed the attack. youth-old combo? Yeah. <laughs> is, yeah. That, is, that a, is that a sporting strategy that, I, that you've just invented, or is it... Well, the youth youth and experience. Yeah, youth and experience. Yeah. Is the youth-old approach. It's traditionally yeah. known as <laughs> yeah. youth-old yeah, yeah. Do, Dr. Youth-old. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Uh, but their mixed attack is actually really impressive. So you've got Shadab Khan, kind of almost like bowling out the back of his hand. Um, he's got to get a little bit smarter. There was a bit where Moeen Ali came down the track. And as a, as a back-of-the-hand bowler you don't have the ability to slam one into the ground. So he literally slammed it in halfway down and Moeen Ali just ploughed it for six across the biggest boundary. Um, Imad's uh, kind of left arm darts are really interesting. And then people like Amir and Wahab Riaz, um, that left arm is really useful. Uh-huh. And England tried to get kind of Reese Topley back. They've tried David Willey. They're trying Sam Curran. So it's clearly something where they think there's benefit there. Um, I mean, none of them are ever going to be as good as Ryan Sidebottom, let's face it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sexual chocolate. <laughs> I was more of an Alan Mullally fan myself. That is his nickname. Sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate is Ryan Sidebottom's nickname. Sexual chocolate. That is absolutely brilliant. I've never heard that before. Um, staying on Mohamed Amir, um, in the second T20, he bowled two overs and was going round the park mm. and then decided he had a hamstring problem. And then about 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 six overs later, he decided he was good enough to come back. <laughs> um, but then Pakistan had mistimed it and left it too long and then he couldn't come back on and bowl. So uh, <laughs> good to see that Pakistan's tactics are on point. Um, and then my final point is that Babar Azam is still learning as a captain. There's been obviously a lot of comparisons with his ability to Virat Kohli. And Virat Kohli wasn't a great captain when he started either. Um, but Babar Azam is learning as he goes. So he's not Kohli yet on that point. Um, so that kind of wraps up England-Pakistan, unless you guys have got anything to add. Uh, just as like, if you just wanted to compare the two teams, I think England's batting, I think we'd all agree, is better. Um, but if you look at Pakistan's bowling attack, and you sort of said it there, Ross, they have like five different bowlers who are all quite good. And <laughs> England don't. And I think that's a problem for, for T20 cricket. Yeah, I think I think Pakistan can't like every World Cup. Pakistan can't be ruled out. I'm pretty. It's, it's absolutely gutting that it's not this year because I think. Yeah, I was going to say. I think if they were going into it now, they'd be in with a real shout with sort of the like you say the the youth old combination that they've developed. And uh, <laughs> but you know you've got um, Hafiz at, at 39 and um, well, Show Malik. Show Malik's there, but I mean Show Malik's interesting character anyway. Not sure I'd have him. Um, but yeah, you know, add one year to that and suddenly it looks a bit a bit yeah, more... Wa- yeah, Wahab Riyadh is going to be about 45. And it, I, mean, <laughs> I, I can't imagine that he's going to be bowling up at kind of 87 miles an hour like it was yesterday. No, it's unlikely. So, <clears throat> well, there we go. England, plenty of work to do. Plenty of people to come back into the side, though, so we're not too worried on that front. Um, they do need a spinner. Pakistan, going to continue with the youth-old approach and we'll see uh, see what happens. Sounds good. Um, would you all like to take another quick break? Yes. <laughs> we love hearing from our listeners, so please follow us at the Cricket Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you have a great story like Scotty G did about the Hayden Way, Matthew Hayden's personal website, we want to hear about it. So from wherever you're from, send us in a great story and we'll read out on the show. Email us 
on thecricketpod at gmail.com. Thank you very much. That was the tale of England's previous T20 cricket. Now we're going to move on to their upcoming T20 cricket. And there's just so much of it. Um, Australia are back in England again. They're here every year at the moment, aren't they? I'm I'm sure it's every year. Yeah, we do. We do like to milk the fact that there's a bit of a rivalry <laughs> and the fact that uh, that global travel is absolutely fine apparently at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so Australia, Australia are back in England um, for two, three match series. Um, there's a three match T Twenty series, then a three match fifty over series. Um, the first game of the T Twenties is this Friday, the fourth. I believe that that's the one that's going to be out on the BBC for people to watch in their houses. Um, then there's going to be a game on Sunday, then there's going to be a game on Tuesday, then there'll be the 50-over matches. Um, boys, uh, how excited are you for, for, for this? Well, I think the free-to-air is a great thing. Um, it was, uh, it's always great to make sure that people are engaging with cricket. And they did one for the Pakistan, for Pakistan, I think it was on, um, yeah. was it on Sunday, I think it was. Um, and I actually thought that it's a really good thing to do. Um, there was loads of people complaining on social media, and this is cricket social media, so we're a little bit str- a little bit different. But they were complaining that the BBC were kind of like doing T Twenty for dummies. Yeah, there was that bit of going. Well, you actually need to do. It. There hadn't been any well, that, live cricket on BBC for twenty years. That's what they do. At, that's what they do at the blast at every live game. Like they tell you the rules of cricket on yeah. the screen. Well, I've got, but I've got no issue with that. I don't at all. Really I think care. Yeah, we don't understand why. Just ignore it. A... If you know the rules, just go and make a. I don't know. Get a, put yourself a glass of wine and forget I mean, about it. There Do something is something else for five minutes. If you if you want to hear experts talking, if you're if you know a lot about cricket and you want to hear experts embellish your knowledge, if you like, um, you, you listen to the cricket podcast. Well, you, you do that. <laughs> but when when live cricket's happening, go go and pay for the Sky subscription because that's their that's their shtick. Is mm-hmm. it's you know about cricket, so now we're just going to explain it. In a little bit more detail, or pick up on these 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 uh, um, yeah, the no, fine no, points yeah. of the game. I mean, compare it to the Super Bowl. Like they they show the Super Bowl on the BBC every year, and in that they basically explain the rules of the of NFL to the viewers every time. And yeah, if you want to watch it with actual punditry, put it watch it on Sky. But you know, if, if from that point of view, a lot of people don't know the rules of NFL, so. It's worth doing. So, like, you, you know, you can't you can't have it both ways. It's yeah. I'd also like to. I get your point there, Max. And I'd also like to really understand that if you if you put one um, one match a series on free to air television, does it actually impact on the number of subscriptions Sky get or the amount of money that they get from it? Because ultimately, you're still going to get audiences. In theory, are going to grow still if you're getting more and well, more. Well, I, I think that's the the, the 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 crux of the whole thing, isn't it? The the games on the BBC to grow the game. It's not there for cricket experts. There's a channel for cricket experts. Yeah, like if you're watching it on, it's 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 on prime time on Sunday on Sunday evening, Sunday afternoon, and Friday evening, so that people, kids, women and children, I don't know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, can put it on and and um, and see if they like it. Basically, mm-hmm. uh, it's well, very I... simple. Anyway, do, do, do you want to talk about the actual the actual cricket that's going to happen instead of the TV? Um, dispute because no, I think the business side of cricket's more interesting. Well, I've got a better story for you. I've got a better business story for you. That's, that's I, I would up. actually just quickly uh, proffer a suggestion to people who are complaining about um, you know BBC kind of spoon feeding the rules to people. Is that would you rather that the TV did it for you or that your um, people in your house who might not know the rules are pestering you every five minutes asking you what the rules are? Max, the people you who are complaining on 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 Twitter, then they don't have family. <laughs> do they uh, um, might we, be one right well, should we talk about the players before you talk about the business right. or do you want to yeah yeah we will let's let's start with um have you seen how australia have prepared for the for the three matches um no i have not dancing. i know they're in i know they're, i know they're in derby oh they're dancing in derby yeah did you see um mitch uh which mitch is it there's so many mitches uh mitch marsh wasn't it um doing some dancing like you'd see in a nightclub. <laughs> that was, was uh, tragic. That was the no. It was good dancing, Max. To be honest, it was better, it was better than you can manage. Uh, oh, that's that's. Uh, I'll that's give you bye that. Bye. That's not a not an achievement by any stretch. Uh, no, um, in, in 
seriously. Yeah, it must be weird though, because they are in lockdown, right? They're in they're in Derby. I can't imagine Derby's the best place in the world to be in lockdown. Um, so I think they should be doing all kinds of stuff like that. Where would you they, choose to be in lockdown? Uh, not Old Trafford. Uh, that looks awful. I yeah. can't believe the West Indies had to stay there for three months. That is, it was awful conditions. Um, I don't know, where would I like to be locked down in a cricket field? Hmm. Oh, you have to cut. Where, where would you like to? I don't know, like Newlands. Oh, that, yeah, that's Gaul. a good, good, good oh. <laughs> Does it have to be the UK? Because I, I don't know. Um, well, don't know at, the, at the moment, you're suggesting cricket grounds without any accommodation, so you're camping on the outfield <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> and I can imagine camping on the Gaul outfield is not going to be ideal. Oh, yeah, anyway, Aegeus back... looked all right, didn't it, with the hotel it, and it the golf course? Good, they got it right on that one. They got it right. Um, but back to the cricket, because we keep on going off on tangents. Jason Roy is out injured. Yeah, he is. Yep. Um, Joe Root has been left out. Good. Um, even though he offers another spin option in your T20 theory. Um, David Willey has been left out, and that's probably the end of his England career, which is quite a sad thing, I think. Um, Joe Denley is a reserve. Right, so here's, here's just to address all those, all of those points. Um, Jason Roy, he's out for um, for the T20s. He might be back for the the fifty over stuff. The one stuff. days, yeah. Um, I, if I'm honest, I don't know if he's in England's best eleven um, for T20s. I think Tom Banton's better than him. I think Butler's better than him, and I think Bairstow's better than him. Which makes and you probably want to put those three up the order as pos- as, as high up the order as, as possible. And that makes it a little bit tricky to fit Roy in. Um, we'll see. Maybe someone. I think where us. where Roy falls down is spin. Well, yeah, you've got that problem. I mean, the, where he also falls down is that da- David Milan's probably better than him as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then Morgan's better than him. Um, so, so it, it's <laughs> tricky fitting him in. Uh, maybe it'll be one of those sort of blessings for England. It'd be nice if that top order settled down a little bit and we got mm-hmm. to see them all in action, smashing some Australians around. Um, second point, Ross, can you remind me what that was? Joe Root has been left out. Yes. Um, so Joe Root has been left out. I think they're framing it as a rest, aren't they? Um, and I, I was actually listening to Dan Norcross on a, on a different podcast, not on our one. Um, although he was on two or three episodes ago, so go back and listen to that. Um, Daniel Norcross was talking about how um, when they uh, during the last test, um, he reckoned there were some players who had left the car park before they'd even finished the presentation ceremony. Um, you've got to factor in uh, for Joe Roots. He's he's captain that side for five games. He's got a newborn um, baby that he presumably hasn't seen in person, or maybe for a couple of nights before he joined mm. joined the team again. Mm. He's probably got other priorities, and, and and now might be a good time to rest him. Again, he's in that kind of Roy camp where he's probably not first string at this point. Yeah. Um, well, I, I did read something, uh, was it Ed Smith saying that they were looking at a sort of a different approach or not quite fitting with the um, with what they were trying to do at the moment, which suggested to me that they don't think he scores quickly enough. Yes, and I think they're probably right about that. Um, I, <laughs> I don't think he, he does, um, but, but, you know, we'll see. Maybe he'll go away and and smash the 100 next year and come hmm. back. But it's kind, of, it's kind of that bit where England were in the 50-over cricket, right? They wanted people to kind of bat the whole innings and then keep be the glue to the team. And actually, in T20 cricket, that might not be the way things actually evolve over the next kind of couple of years. I mean, you don't see it all the time in the IPL or the CPL, so we'll see what happens. Um, David Willey, career over for England? Um, I, I think no, to be honest. Um, I don't... Look, he's not going to be... I don't think we're ever going to see. Well, he's not. He's not going to be the next um, World Cup. But I, I think he's probably better than some of the other options. Uh, and I, I imagine he'll get another go um, in some format or another. Uh, okay. I, I, I think he's shown that he is probably international quality. Um, probably just not world class. And mm-hmm. um, England's team at the moment, unfortunately, if you're a fast bowler, you've got to compete with um, Archer and Wood primarily. Um, Archer is one of the best T20 bowlers in the world. There's no, yeah. there's no dispute there. And Wood could be. Um, certainly, certainly, he adds a very different dynamic with his pace. Um, probably as much of a different dynamic to to Willie's left arm. Um, yeah. which, which makes Willie's it... also not that quick, is he? And if no. we're going down uh, what we think might be Ed Smith's strategy of as fast as possible, yeah, he doesn't yeah. fit. So I think I think Willie will be there or thereabouts a few more times. Um, but 
probably not going to be um, probably not going to be first choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you have any other questions, Ross? Was that the first three points you were asking? I mean, Joe Delhi's managed to sneak back into the England setup in T20s. Well, they're paying him a lot of money, aren't they? <laughs> is this that literally, do you reckon that's the only reason they just be like fuck he has to be around it is um... we, we've bought the Mercedes it's, it's only got three wheels but we have to drive it it's, it should it's, be well rested it's a little bit like that isn't it I mean I don't I've got nothing against Enley I, I just I just uh, don't okay, really okay. see what what he adds I mean I, okay and then final point final point we, I'm going to cut you off on the deli because you've nailed it I don't really see what he adds um, Sam Curran is in both the teams he's in, in all three England teams now Sam Curran and I'm still baffled is he good enough to play in that match he's a good You're... mascot I'll tell you that um, I'm very surprised that Sam Curran is in the T20 and one day squads yeah like, I yeah he's Tom is a better option for for those formats i would say mm-hmm. yeah i don't I, I i just quickly brought up um sam curran's quick info and it's really really not exciting from a from a <laughs> statistical perspective and then when you look at him he's also not really that exciting so i don't know what is Do you it? reckon that's why he wore the headband to make him sound more exciting? Like, okay, so so to Did take good. so take an example, a recent example. We keep picking Mark Wood at home, don't we? Because we we know it doesn't really statistically make sense. But there's the eye test is telling you that this guy's bowling really quickly and he's scary and he's going to get people out. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't work either way for for Curran, does it? It's it's like very much of a muchness career, uh, particularly in white ball cricket. Mm-hmm. And um, oh. and then when you look at him, he, he's, he's thinking like, oh wow, it's like he's a good county second teamer. He did take a hat trick in the blast last year. Hey, I think I really think you can't be judging people based on the blast. I just don't think the quality is there compared to. He got absolutely hooned in the IPL. People were hitting him out the stadium regularly. He also took a hat trick in that, but went for about eighty <laughs> in that game. Um, I just, I just don't, I Mercurial. just don't think. I don't think he makes things happen. I don't think you can be taking blast performances as uh, your barometer of of a, of a player or your only barometer of a player. And you particularly shouldn't be doing that if that's the only, the only barometer you have. Um, or if, if the other barometer you have, the IPL, indicates that the guy can't do it. Mm-hmm. And go with that. He's not an exceptional fielder either. So it's not like you're getting an absolute gun in the field who's saving you eight mm. runs or ten runs in a game and he's getting you a run out or something like that. It's a safe pair of hands. Okay, um, from Australia point of view? Right, so Australia, um, I think that the big the big name coming back in is is the, the one and only big show. Maxwell. Glenn Maxwell's back in the squad. He hit uh, 105 in their warm-up game yesterday, I think, or the day before, um, in the, the Cummings 11 v Finch 11 uh, match in Derby or wherever they are. Um mm. I think, like probably, probably for a later date, um, I think there's a there's a big discussion to be had around Glenn Maxwell. But um, I personally, I'm a big Glenn Maxwell buyer. If I'm a seven out of ten for Mo and Ali, I'm like a nine out of ten for Glenn Maxwell. I think he's he's genuinely um, fantastic, and we've just not seen that in England yet. And and because of the nature of the Big Show and the way he plays, sometimes he's going to look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. He just takes so many risks that um, sometimes he's going he's to look like an idiot. Um, just a, a quick point. I mean, he's got a, a strike rate of 123 in ODIs and a strike rate of 160 in international T20s. <laughs> averages over 30 in both. He arguably is the best white ball batsman in the world. I mean, I think you, it would be an argument you couldn't win, but I think you could make that argument and not look like a complete bozo. Mm-hmm. Um, final Glenn Maxwell point. Did you know at school, um, his 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 PE teacher made him bat left-handed, otherwise he wasn't allowed to play cricket because he was too good. <laughs> so he can actually bat left-handed. Uh, one of our one of our players in our team tried to bat the uh, the other way around from usual, didn't he? Recently, <laughs> you you can't take a guy who averages 0.25 and compare him to Glenn Maxwell. Um, I have a uh, feeling he was very successful left-handed, so I think he might have gone a season without being out or something like that. Um, so look, Glenn, Glenn Maxwell's really talented. I, I'm most excited about seeing him. Um, someone I'm not that excited about seeing, Marcus Stoinis. He's back. Um, oh god! Scored eighteen, took a four-four in that Cummins uh, Finch game. 
Uh, thoughts on either of those two boys? Well, have you, have you watched the test? Yes. And it, it was. A, I thought Stoinis. He was a bit of a. I mean, Justin Langer called him a weird bloke. Yeah, uh, the Australian rare unit is the is the phrase that Australians use to describe him. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't particularly mind him. He's got that capacity to be a really good player. He was incredible in the uh, the Big Bash last year. Um, I think it's good that you have players like that. Um, Adam Zampa is his best mate, and he's also like this. I don't almost. I'm not going to use uh, what's the best word for Adam Zampa. I'd use the term mercurial, but I think is a bit too complimentary for him. Our uh, weird. Yeah, he's, I, he's yeah. Just, like, I, I I can't put my finger on Adam Adam's He gets Coley he's, out. A he lot. shouldn't be good, <laughs> but he's really effective. Yeah, I think, but again, he's grown up playing just like T Twenty cricket, and he's, I think he's just signed for Royal Challengers Bangalore in the IPL um, in the UAE. So he keeps on getting these chances, and he keeps taking them. So fair play to him. But I think in England, he's, it's pretty similar. In England, we've not seen the best of Adam Zampa. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm just looking at his stats, and I've got them up against Sam Carrot Currents, and it's such a laughable difference. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it it is strange. When I've watched him, I've not been blown away. But like Max says, he is sort of weirdly effective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's got Coley out six times too, which is. Nice little bunnies to have there. There's more times mm-hmm. than I've got Coley out. I'll let you know that for free. It, it does. Does it come into it that actually? He's one of those people that people try to hit because they're just like, do you know what? I really don't like the bloke, or I don't like the look of this bloke coming into bowl at me. I'm going to smack him around because he doesn't know he's taking it seriously, and then he's actually quite decent. Yeah, I there's an element of that. I, I think. I mean, I, I think he's a he's he's the um, he's the thing that everyone wants to be in bowling in 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 T20 cricket. He's a leg spinner that can spin the balls both ways. See, mm-hmm. when we look at like leg spinners, we we're conditioned to think, oh, Shane Warne. Pitch it uh, middle, pitch it leg, spin it past off, or spin it onto off, um, and and be consistent. And that's not really what you want to be as a as a white ball leg spinner, I don't think. And, and I think that means maybe when we're looking at it, we um, we see a guy who looks a bit weird, bowls slightly weirdly, seems to be sent pitching the ball halfway down an awful lot, um, but is taking wickets and, and that's quite mm-hmm. difficult to square. I think maybe that's something in five years' time we'll appreciate more, just having seen it more. We'll, we'll understand what's going on there. But at the moment, mm-hmm. maybe Zampa's actually ahead of the game. Quite possibly. Um, Steve Smith, back in England. No crowd to boo him this time, which is a good thing. He's, a, he's an incredible player. And he's at, his average at the moment is, what, is it 90 in T20s? Um, which is astounding. Yeah, I mean, Steve Smith's good at cricket. I've got nothing to add. <laughs> I reckon. Uh, no. I reckon he'll be way worse off for the lack of a crowd booing him. Oh, do you? I think he's yeah. one. Of, he's a bubble boy, isn't he? I think he'll go right into the the freak headspace. Speaking of freak headspace, is Marnus back? As old Labuschagne? Uh, I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. I I didn't. I, I can't remember off the top of my head whether Labuschagne made. I, I know he played a couple of ODIs earlier in the year or last year for Australia. Yeah, I can't. I, I can't imagine they're going to leave him out. Yeah, I can't imagine they'll leave him out. He's a, he's an absolute gun. Um, and then finally, David Warner's back. The the king of the king of the dickheads. We should have picked Stuart Broad just to bowl at him. <laughs> <laughs> Labuschagne is in, by the way. Um... <laughs> Yeah, um... so, I think I think it's going to be a good contest. Actually, I think it's it's great. That, I mean, England obviously played quite a lot of cricket. Uh, the Test players have now been rested, so we're coming back pretty much at full strength. Um, I think it's be re- a really exciting um, series. Sure, you're going to make both... a prediction then, Ross. Who's going to win? Um, the rain is going to win because we're playing in September. And if August is anything to go by, um, but if if we do get some games in, I reckon England will take the ODI series. We'll win it two nil at the three games. And I think we'll draw the T20 series 1-1. Okay, and Max, what do you think? Whitewash, both of them. What? what, We're going to win everything. All right, Glenn. Um, (laughs) Before we move on, there's one last... I mean, it's so T20, this show. I don't think we've ever done a show where every single topic um, is T20. And it goes. it's all from all over the world. Um, Cricket Australia are in trouble. Have you seen, seen that, either of you? No, but Cricket Australia, so I haven't seen this, but I love the fact that they are disintegrating because they had a whole thing about real rebuilding as let's get more passion back into the baggy green. I'm kind of glad it's going south. Uh, well, anyway, um, this is a business story. So you said you like cricket and business earlier, Ross, and uh, mm-hmm. you said to fill your boots here. 
Um, they Cricket Australia have, have a, had a big falling out with their broadcasters over the uh, rights for the Big Bash. Um, basically, you can summarise it like this. Uh, so the TV companies, uh, the broadcasters, they are angry that all the Australian players are going to be playing international cricket this summer. So apparently it will be... Uh, uh, when I say all, I mean all the Australian. It's, it's going to be like 45 people in a bubble unable to play in the Big Bash, which means... It will just be amateur cricketers, basically. It will just be blokes and kids playing uh, the Big Bash. So they're saying, um, we don't want to pay what we, we said we'd pay for the product mm-hmm. you're going to serve up. Cricket Australia are saying, look, we're putting the games on. What more do you want? There's a global pandemic going on, mate. Um, there's 60 million Australian dollars on the line here. Uh, I think there's um, some kind of hearing this week. The, the lawyers are going to thrash it out. Um and they, Cricket Australia may end up in court uh, over this and, and, and effectively could end up broke um, because of COVID. It could be the first big cricket broad to, um, to go under. Uh, so, Max, where, where do you sit on this? Because typically this is your time to sit on the fence and um and ah, but I reckon you've probably got a good opinion on this. Why do you say that? Well, purely on the fact that you, you look like the kind of guy, please take this in the right way, you would write a letter if you were unhappy with a service that you've received or a product you've received. I'd threaten to write a letter and never get around to it, I think. That's more okay. my style. Um, so, I, to be honest, I think uh, in this particular case, I, it's, I, I don't know what the contract says, so I, I can't so offer the, a proper opinion. Like, <laughs> well, that's well that, I mean, that's it, isn't it's, it? It's if, a the good contract, point, if the contract mentions that there should be top-level Australian cricketers in that competition that you're putting forward for TV, then you've got every right to be pissed off. But otherwise, it's just like it's a kind of one of those things that's happened because there was a global pandemic this year, and you kind of maybe just think about the uh, the wider global scale and how it's probably not that important. Yeah, I mean, Max, I think not knowing what the contract says is effectively the dispute. Um, so <laughs> if they if they were if both sides were on the same page when it came to what the contract said, they wouldn't be in this situation. Um, yeah, well, so, leave it to so, the lawyers. You know, there's some good analysis there. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll uh, maybe provide a, a little update on that next week. I mean, but basically, for for both both sides of, the, uh, of this argument, though, just just to sort of round off it is. The pandemic has screwed them both, so who deserves to lose? That's it's really that's really what it comes down to, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, the Australians are overcompromising, so I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, should we take a quick break, and then we've got all of the domestic uh, T20 cricket to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> TV umpire to director, we have a player review for LBW. Original decision is out. Pitching in line, impact in line, and hitting the wickets. We're going to go back to Mike Longfield, please. Michael, you can save your original decision, you're on camera now. Another correct decision from Michael Goff, the man machine. Yep, so as you mentioned, Jack, it's on to uh, more 2020, but this time we're looking at it domestically. So we'll start in England. Um, on the on the county side, well, Don Bess, just worth mentioning, Don Bess is joining Yorkshire um, to play at Headingley. Or where you know. Hmm? On loan again, or uh, no, uh, oh. properly this time, um, which uh, I thought was an interesting one actually, because uh, you know it's not unknown for teams not to actually bother with spin at Headingley. Um, he said it's a great opportunity for me to develop my white ball skills and show that I'm a three-dimensional player. So maybe he's uh, maybe he's identified that slot in the England squad um, for a specialist spinner, and I he don't can. Think um, <laughs> no, me say. neither. But I, I, uh, I, maybe he thinks he is. I think uh, Mason Crane's a better shout to play white ball cricket for England than Don Bess. But he know. took, he took a, I think he took a forfer yesterday, Mason Crane. Good, 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 good effort for you. Got, you got, got to applaud Don Bess for trying there. Yeah, he's certainly enthusiastic. You can't take that away from him. Um, 
Also, Shahina Freedy is uh, joining Hampshire for the rest of the blast, so that'll be uh, a pretty good signing for them. Mm-hmm. Um, as as far as it goes, uh, Northamptonshire still back seem to be the form team. They've uh, they're top of the uh, central group with three wins from their four, with one no result. Knots and Lanks are top of the north group, and Sussex are top of the south group. But it's it's pretty tight down there with. Uh, there, the so Sussex leading on five points, and then uh, it's four, three, two, and two. After that, two ties in that group. Um, uh, so there was Middlesex and Kent uh, sharing 418 runs between them, without finding a winner. That's a bit of a thriller. And uh, and Surrey still winless in 2020, managing to tie against Essex when they needed one to win from the last two balls. <laughs> Oh wow! Oh, wow! <laughs> it was it was good. Ben Ben folks had uh, had done had basically got Surrey there and then um, chased a chased a short one, hooked a short one on the penultimate ball and got caught on the boundary, and then um, see that's just stupid cricket, isn't it? That is, it's completely stupid cricket. It was yeah, it wasn't 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 the best. But I'll tell you um, what isn't and, stupid cricket is Hashim Amla is back playing for Surrey. Yes, hasn't played cricket for ages, and then instantly played cricket and was really good at it to and nobody's shock, shock surprise. <laughs> yeah, obviously Surrey still lost, but uh, nice, Max, nice to see Hashim Amla in. Max, you used to give us our kind of Corona Fivers updates. Um, what's happening in terms of the players' um, bubbles in county cricket? Because obviously they don't stay in the hotels and all this kind of stuff. So how how is that working in this at the moment? Uh, well, uh, regular testing, and they've got all those sort of other other um, safeguards in place. With like the the people, the ball boys are all decked out in PPE with have they got the, have disposable they got the nets? gloves. Like no, no nets, but they've got disposable oh. gloves. And um, yeah, and like anyone who's not isn't allowed to pick up the ball and return it. They have to like kick it back to people. So they're they're being a bit careful with those. Um, in the North Group, Joe Root we mentioned dropped by England has been in some decent form. Hit a couple of sixties for Yorkshire. Um, and as you alluded to, Ross, uh, some other forgotten England men. Um, ben Duckett hit eighty five or fifty three against Yorkshire. Uh, I'm going to put it um, out there right now. He's never playing for England again. Ben Duckett. Fingers crossed. And uh, Keaton Jennings, as you mentioned, 108 of 63 in Lancashire's win over Durham, who have lost all three. And uh, Surrey's game v Hampshire on Friday will have a crowd as part of the pilot oh, okay. scheme. Um, so they've, uh, yeah, Surrey have got a thing where uh, basically um, members apply for free tickets if they're doing a pilot scheme and, and can go down and watch it. Um, so that'll be good to see um, see how that goes. Are you, um, have you got a ticket? I mean, you're sadly not. No, I'm going to be on my way to Devon this weekend, so I uh, I can't go. Otherwise, it would be. Um, are you going be, down there to? Uh, are you going to stop off at Somerset on the way, or? Uh, maybe for lunch yeah. at some service station. Probably not. <laughs> probably not at the ground though. What's your favourite West Country service station? <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to come back to you. Oh, is it, is it chipping, so many. Is it Chipping Norton? Or the one. Oh, um, chi- yeah. We'll go with that. Right, we're definitely not talking about this. <laughs> no. Okay, um, well, else, Max, no, that's in Oxford. A third of the games have been called off. It was unsurprising, right? I can't. Yeah. The, the the final is a month from tomorrow. It's the third of October. That is. It's just... gonna. That's gonna be chilly. <laughs> Very chilly. <laughs> um, uh, they need to put then... roofs on cricket grounds, don't they? That's basically what needs to happen here. I was I was wondering at what point do they go? Do you know what? When Glamorgan go and play at the Millennium Stadium? Close the old thing. Drop in pitch. Yeah, why not? Could be the future. We'll have cricket all year round, boys. <laughs> um, I'm going to, if you don't mind, Jack, I know it's been a T20 episode, but I was thinking of taking Whoa. a very quick diversion to 50 over cricket. Ugh, if you must. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> kind so of ruins the, the vibe. I know, but... Um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not T50 madness, is it? It's worth, it's worth mentioning, because after, after the 100 was postponed, um, there's finally been some good news for, for the women's game, as they've um, started the Rachel Hayhoe Trent Flint Trophy, which is um, so a 50-over trophy for, for this year to get some women's cricket going between the eight regional teams. Um, all of which have... Uh, well, not, not great names, but probably less crap than the 100... Uh, teams. So um, the the Northern Diamonds and the Southern Vipers are leading their respective groups after two wins from two. Uh, the sort of the bigger names that you might be more familiar with in the England setup have been uh, been performing. Um, Nat Skyver hit 104 and took three for 20 in um, 
in recent games. Heather Knight's been in the runs, and so is Tammy Beaumont. Um, but you know, a little just to go back slightly on the names, which I mentioned were pretty terrible. Um, in in the weather derby, thunder overcame lightning on DLS. <laughs> And, um, and next week's matchup between Lightning and the Central Sparks is uh, sure to be electric. <laughs> right. Uh, is, is there anything else that happened there? Um, I, I think I thought I saw someone get out on ninety nine. Yes, yes. Um, there was uh, stumped on ninety nine, no less. Which did, is, a, um, did a shame warn. Yeah, not uh, not what you want to be doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, brilliant. We'll have a uh, we'll have a quick break, and then we'll come up back and round it off of T Twenty because that's what the fans want. Driven by Triscoffel, who just uh, trots through for a quick single. And Tomlinson, oh, that's a lovely shot. Uh, he's played that shot a few times now, Ben Brown. Absolutely shocking from Durham. Goes for a huge drive, McCarthy does not connect. Could easily have edged a catch behind there, didn't do so. Whether that's within the spirit of the game, who knows? Is... The county championship. The county championship. The county championship. To finish off our big T20 extravaganza, um, it feels it feels like it's been longer than an actual T Twenty match. Recording this episode, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, to finish it off, we're gonna go we're gonna go global. We're gonna have a look at uh, what's going on with the franchise leagues. Um, this the, this will be fairly short, so bear with me. Um, <laughs> let's start with the big one, the IPL. Um, so the IPL is supposed to start on the nineteenth of September. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what uh, seventeen days away from 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 us now, um, but apparently the organisers have been getting a little bit jittery. I'm not sure they. Uh, I say the well, I say the organisers. Maybe maybe that doesn't um, really isn't isn't the correct phrase. Um, it, it doesn't look like they've organised it properly. <laughs> it's supposed to be taking. Is it the UAE? It's supposed to be. Taking it's supposed place, to be happening in the UAE. I think that's being confirmed. Um, what's basically what's happening is that a few players are starting to drop out. Um, so uh, Malinga is gone. Suresh Rainer went this week. Um, I think I think we're going to look. We're looking at uh, certainly a slightly depleted tournament. Um, probably well, not. Well, ten of the um, oh, Chennai Super Kings had coronavirus when they when they arrived. Yes. So you have this this issue as well. People people are still sick. Um, the other thing is they're still not... So the 19th is supposed to be the start date, but they're still not sure that will actually happen because they want the England and Australia players to be there and they won't be able to get there after their series and do whatever they have to do um, by the 19th start date. So they're thinking about kicking that back by another week or two at the last minute um, so that, that I guess the stars um, can actually play and they can market it properly. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever happens, it's going to be weird. I don't know if you've watched any of the CPL, but it, it it is a strange spectacle watching T20 cricket without a crowd. Um, and I think it will be even stranger for the IPL because the IPL is normally played in front of sort of a minimum of fifty thousand people who are going ballistic about sort of whatever's going on, um, mm-hmm. and there will be a hundred. 200 people even if they let people well, they're in not, there the annoying horn's not going to be on there anymore which I think is probably a positive is the horn gone du, 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 du. how do you know that's gone I reckon they'll bring a sound effect in for that no yeah. anyway so that's the IPL that's where we're at with that we're, we're planning to preview that whenever it gets off the ground um, we, we... I will be the man on the ground yeah Ross is going to be out in Dubai uh, we've clubbed together to send him out there to do some high quality journalism for us and um, so if, if people are allowed into games, um, expect to see Ross on your TV screens. Um, possibly, it's I'll, I'll be there with my big net. I'll be there trying to catch onto Ross. Still, a thousand pound Kia catch in the net. A thousand pounds for a catch in the IPL, I think, is stingy. Yeah. Yeah, I think they should be, be ten grand a catch at least for an IPL catch. But, but just think, if you are trying to catch it and you've got no other people there. Be I think you've, do you reckon it'll be a bit easier? Might be, but there'll be fewer people to catch it, so probably giving out less money overall. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Well made. Um, let's move on to the PSL. Uh, I've really this one. They've again they've picked a start date for it, but no one really knows what's going to happen. 
Um, so that's supposed to start on the 17th of November, and that's the update. <laughs> um, <laughs> it will be sometime around the end of the IPL. I mean, they're struggling yeah. to fit all these flipping tournaments in, aren't they? Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair play, fair play that they've got the on They're getting the revenues in. I think it was really important for West Indies cricket that they got the CPL on. Yeah. Um, and what isn't one of the teams like running away with it? Right. Yeah. Like eight, so eight from eight. The CPL saving the best till last because there's actually been cricket in this, and you can watch it on mm-hmm. Sky Sports whenever you want. It always seems to be on. Um, that is hurtling towards its conclusion. Um, because, I mean, this is one of the peculiar things about these franchise leagues, isn't it? or cricket in general, actually. Because it's cricket, they're playing about a billion games. And at the end of the billion games, they've still got to have a knockout that involves two-thirds of the teams. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah. basically playing like 40 matches or something, or 30 matches to eliminate two teams. One of those teams is so bad, like, I can't, I've never seen a professional sports outfit be so clearly out the races um, as, <laughs> as St. Kitts, uh, the St. Kitts Patriots are. They, they are god-awful. Um, <laughs> they're so what's, bad. Ma- what's making them so bad? Uh, they just... just, they they don't have a lot of good local players. Um, I think they've got, Sheldon Cottrell's like their best player. Um, then there are two overseas players that are sort of, I think you have two, maybe you have three. Um, the two overseas players that, that are prominent for them are David Miller, and everyone knows he can't hit spin anymore, so everyone just bowls spin at him and he scores a, a run every two balls and then gets out. And Ben Dunk, who's sort of trying his best, but like, who is Ben Dunk? He's he's a bit of a... I saw him, he, he bowled in a full-brimmed hat and sunglasses, which is always I did like. Yeah, so they they've just not got a very good team, and um, there's not really much they can do about it um, because because you can't. Well, it's, it's, you, you pick your team, and then you're sort of stuck with it. Um, mm-hmm. However, however, I mean, having said all of that, having said all of that, they've they've managed to win one of their seven games, and they are still in with a shot of making the playoffs. <laughs> so you know, it's all to play for. They they need to add some more teams to that or sort it out somehow because it's it's. Um, it, you can't have four of six teams going through to semi-finals. Um, I gosh. watched a bit of uh, Barbados v Guyana last night. That was uh, Barbados were uh, twenty-five for seven. Barbados aren't as bad as St Kitts. That's but how bad, pretty bad St Kitts are. They're dreadful. <laughs> um, Ross, you did mention that one team's running away with it. Trimbago uh, mm-hmm. Night Riders. They've won every single one of their games. They're kind of like an affiliate team of the uh, of the big boys. Um, what are they called? Calcutta Knight Riders, uh, owned by the same people. Uh, they should win the whole thing, but because there's two knockout games, who knows what will happen. Um, mm-hmm. It all wraps up on the 10th. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it in a little bit more detail uh, next week. Maybe not. Um, we'll see how we feel <laughs> depending on how exciting it is it's, well the thing with all of these things the I, even the IPL which is, is is probably a cut above the rest of the, the franchise stuff it's um, it's all very disposable isn't it it's like it's there it's kind of interesting and then it's immediately not there and you, yeah, you yeah I think this was the, this is what they found last year with the big big bash, yeah. right? And they saw that the attendance was going down. They saw viewing figures were going down because there was just too many games they were putting on. Yeah, mm. sometimes less is more. Yeah, I think a little bit. I mean, I, I think with the CB, obviously you've got um, coronavirus has, has had a little bit of an impact on on the atmospheres and um, on the availability of foreign stars. But the quality for some of the teams just hasn't been very good. To be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of highlights for you. Uh, if you want to go back and watch like a really good innings, um, I have forgotten his name. Simmons. <laughs> Simmons. Lendl Simmons. Well, Lendl no, Simmons. Lendl Simmons. God almighty. The guy who plays for Mumbai Indians. Kyra Powell. Powell. No? Oh, I don't know. Pollard? Pollard. We're there. Thank you, Max. Thanks for rescuing that. Um, Pollard did actually play one of the most unbelievable T20 innings you'll ever see. Go back and watch that. He... he Blast the ball for about uh, eight overs and scores a trillion runs. Um, <laughs> if you if you like smashing, um, that's that's. If that's you like T twenty, how can you not like smashing? Well, that's where I'm going to point you. Um, and then today, actually, there was um, the real highlight, probably the highlight of the week's cricket. Um, so if you're still listening, well done, you've made it to the end of the show. And, um, and here's your bonus this prize. This is your award. Um, so today, Pravin Tambay. 
who plays for the Kolkata Knight Riders, um, bowled a four over spell, uh, 12 for one. Pretty good. The exceptional thing about it, um, do you know how old Pravin Tambay is? I think he's 48. He is 48 years old. So St. Kitts today were basically basically lost a game because they managed to score only 12 runs off four overs to a 48-year-old bowl. <laughs> And um, <laughs> they've been Sunday League Silver Surfer. That's what they've, yeah, that's what they've been no, receiving the end of. There you are. Uh, I think that's everything from from the world of, of T Twenty cricket. Um, yeah. Next week we'll be talking about fifty over cricket. Probably not in a such sweeping in such a sweeping manner, um, but it, but it'll be good anyway. So join us for that. Ross, do you want to remind people where to find us one more time? Yes, follow us at the Cricket Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and subscribe on Apple or follow us on any podcast platform. Yeah, or tell a friend. Um, thank you very much for listening. Goodbye.